Good morning, everybody. I must confess to being a bit behind this morning. Um, any of you with young children who stay up vomiting all night will maybe know what that feels like, but <laughs> it was a it was a very, very difficult thing getting up this morning. But here I am. The show must go on. Uh, it's the last day of February. And on these breakfast shows, what I aim to do is to look at the industry news uh, and my own data uh, and try to provide information that I think helps good estate agents uh with their planning and, and their and their day so um i know that there are a lot of agents who just want to try and continue to give a positive 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 spin on the market which is yeah, being positive is great if you have a plan but being positive without a plan is just hope and hope hoping for the best is great as long as you've prepared for the worst but hoping for the best without preparing for the worst, is just winging it, and you've got no idea what's going to happen. And so in my, my philosophy is always just prepare for the worst and then hope for the best, by all means. Um, I want to start today with a story on uh, Estate Agency Today uh, from Mark Schoffman. And forgive me while I just get it up on the screen here. Um, and in this story, he's reporting on data that came out yesterday from Zoopla, um, which shows, uh, and I, I was actually, I was reassuringly surprised at the sort of honesty of this, because, you know, this is, this is downward pressure on prices news. But that, I think, is helpful, because agents don't earn anything unless deals get done, and deals don't get done unless sellers and buyers can reach agreement on price. And getting sellers and buyers to reach agreement on price is easily the biggest problem estate agents are facing right now. There are sellers, there are buyers, but getting them to meet on price is proving extremely difficult. And these sorts of stories may well help you. So I've linked to that story below, but in a nutshell, it says that uh, sellers are cutting asking prices by an average of four and a half discount, which I think is, and that's the high, highest figure for five years, more than 40% of homes currently listed for sale on Zoopla have seen their asking prices reduced. That, that's that's a big number, isn't it? Because you remember, you only advertise the price reduction because you've got no interest on a property, right? And it goes on to talk about the prices. And I think that this is data that um, even the most stubborn sellers might have to go, okay, well, I mean, this is coming from an outlet that's normally talking the market up. So if even they're saying that asking prices are coming down, maybe we'll have to, 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 to listen. Um, now, the other thing that's, coming down the pike, as they say, is uh, but no one's been talking about, but you should because it's definitely going to affect the market, is what's happening to swap rates. And yesterday, let me just make sure I've got this zoomed in as best I can. These are Sonia swaps, okay? This is not, these are not mortgage rate products. This is the swap rates, which is what it costs mortgage lenders to borrow the money that they lend out. And if you look at the two-year and five-year swaps, you'll see that in the last month, so going from the 24th of January, which is the, the third column, let's just see if I can... So this column here, if you can see that, 3.99%, so just under 4% to just under 4.5%. That's a half a percent increase in the two-year swap rate in one month, or just over one month, 24th of January. Uh, and the same again on the five-year rate. It's gone from 3.5% to 4%. And that's just recently happened, okay? 
you can just see that in the, just in the last week that, that they've continued to rise. And that's important because it, it, whether you, anyone likes it or not, uh, it means that, that mortgage rates are likely to creep up again. Now, why would they be creeping up when they had come down? Well, they came down, in my view, and the view of the, the mortgage brokers that I talked to, the mortgage rates came down because of competition amongst lenders to get the mortgage business that was actually there. There was, there was a lot less. New mortgage applications and inquiries were much, much lower than typical. And so mortgage lenders that don't lend go out of business. So they had to compete with each other and drop the rates. But that, of course, was never going to last long. And what's happened now is that as inflation is showing signs on both sides of the Atlantic of staying higher for longer, the markets are now pricing that in. Gilt yields have gone up and our swap rates have gone back up again. And this, this does not bode well uh, for the economy um, or for affordability, uh, but may well, again, be information you can use to help sellers get realistic about prices and say, look, you know, quickly, if mortgage is going to go up again, we've got an offer on the table now, that offer might go down when mortgage rates go up, so take the offers now. And the other story that I thought was extremely useful was from one of my favorite agents, uh, Tom Bloomfield, of he's the director of Bloomfield Gray. And he wrote this article on LinkedIn yesterday that I have linked to in the description below the video, as always. Um, and he calls, <laughs> he calls it the rise of the dependent buyer. So he's talking about buyers that haven't yet sold their own property and need to before they can move. Um, but in his article, he's very entertainingly used an, a, a, an image of zombies. So, you know, he's talking about what I think he's referring to, what I'm certainly referring to as zombie buyers, who are buyers who come and look at properties and they make offers based on an assumption about what they're going to get for their house and an assumption of how quickly they're going to get that. Um, I urge you to read that because that, again, is a very useful article to show sellers so that they don't get too excited about a high offer from a buyer that hasn't sold their house yet, which is that's the problem that Tom is talking about in an article. And I really do urge you to read that. So that that's a very successful, very, uh, very high quality, very reliable estate agent. It's not me. It's, it's his opinion. Uh, so hopefully you can take that uh, as it's meant. Um, now, guys, um, I know a lot of you have got questions about best agent and what I need best agent, and I want to encourage you to start asking me those questions, and I'll start answering those questions on these live streams. So, question you might want to ask me questions like, Charlie, why are you scraping properties and putting them on best agent without anyone's consent? And, you know, if anyone wants to come and ask that question publicly, I will answer it publicly. Um, what, what's happening with the leads? What, what about these vendor leads? What, uh, and the, the vendor leads now include video, so that the vendors actually send a video message. And even buyers, applicants, can also include a private video message to you, the agent, when they inquire to book a, a viewing. Um, and this is this is brand new. There's nothing like it in the industry. And the whole idea is to try to improve the quality of connection between movers and agents. And although I know I talk a lot about uh, poor agent conduct, I am equally active against poor mover conduct, of which you all know that there is plenty of it, right? Whether you're a seller, whether you're a buyer, whether you're an agent, there are very good ones, there are realistic ones, there are uh, people that are good to get on with, and then there are very bad ones who just got ridiculous ideas and they don't help anything at all. And it's an equal distribution across all three groups of, of you know more and less helpful people. And the whole idea of best agent is to make sure that not only do 
good advantage, good agents get an advantage, but also good movers get an advantage by, and we do this by by making it easier for the better movers and agents to, to find each other and harder for the ones who behave worse. For example, you know, if, if we ever have movers that book a viewing and then don't show up without cancelling, they'll get one warning. If they do it again, they won't be allowed to book viewings again. So we will be protecting estate agents' time as, uh, as much as we're protecting movers' interests. It's very much about being fair and impartial in the middle. Um, and just my tip of the day that I want to give, and it might sound uh, obvious, but it's amazing. I know how many agents don't actually do this. In uncertain times, when you're fighting to keep your pipeline together, the most important thing to do at the start of every day, without exception, is not follow up leads that are coming overnight. That is not the, the most important thing because you've got to make sure that your deals that you've got currently agreed in the pipeline are as progressed as possible. And you've got to be doing everything you can to preemptively hold your deals together. And if you invest your first hour or, or so of the day every morning on ensuring that the deals are solid and that no one's backing out and that you've, everything's being chased, it needs to be chased. And whatever sales progression you're doing is done. If you do that first and you make it an absolute habit every single day to do your sales progression calls first, which whether it's talking to the buyers or the sellers or the conveyances or anyone involved, do that first. And it is a mathematical certainty that your pipeline will improve your deal rate, your deal fall through rate will get will get better. Fewer deals will fall through and you will retain more income with less work than having to replace fallen through deals with new ones, which is starting again. And all that work that you did when your deal fell through uh, is gone. Okay. So always focus on deals first, always first deals, 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 deals. And, and don't go on to anything else like following up offers, following up viewings uh, and, and prospect of a new business until you've made sure that your deals are as solid as you can. That sounds boring, but it is true. I've got decades of experience working with agents that prove that the, the effects of that simple step are absolutely gold dust. Right, guys, I've gone slightly over 10 minutes. Um, if there are any agents there that want to say hi, please say hi. Um, but otherwise, have a great day. Um, by the way, quite large numbers of you watching this, um, well over sort of 500 a day on average now, uh, once you go throughout the day on on. YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, where I also upload it. And don't forget that there is also now the uh, audio podcast of this. If you can't watch the video, there's always an audio podcast, which I'll link to below here and also put on the socials. Have a great guy, a great last day of February, guys. I'm going to try and wake myself up by finishing my coffee. Um, and I will see you tomorrow on the 1st of March. Fantastic, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.